everyone we're back and better than ever this is a new episode of sports harder i am your host maddie lukewarm ice and my co-host for the evening is going to be david not short but long yo yo what's up and so we had a little bit of a hiatus with uh valentine's day did you did you have a good valentine's day did you celebrate it right what is valentine's day <laughs> what is this valentine's day you speak of this 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 you know romantic day that has been set forth where you buy flowers and chocolate and you know try to impress your better half oh my better half got me a box of chocolates but i demolished them in a day she bought them a week early but, uh... <laughs> hey but there you go so i mean you did she she did it right it sounds like but did you did you properly take care of her as well as what i'm saying no oh wow wow dropping dropping the ball big time no i don't i don't celebrate valentine's day anymore okay you don't but she she does so if she does then that means you have to get her something and then she doesn't have to get you anything if you don't celebrate Uh, it's that's just the way she is she knows that i don't sell i've i have not celebrated valentine's day since 2011 so eight years I have not celebrated Valentine's Day because actually it's been longer than that. <laughs> it's just uh, usually around that time I'm usually you know either looking for love or just not caring anymore. <laughs> or a true a true romantic at heart it sounds like. So we got we got a winner right here when it comes to to romance and and wooing and everything. So you you're doing good. Good job. Yeah. Good, good job. <laughs> um. So before we get started with tonight's episode, as always, we always start off with Showbine's Hot Sauce is our sponsor. Showbine's Hot Sauce, all quality, no bullshit. You can uh, purchase it on Facebook, and they have a website as well. You, they'll ship it anywhere in the U.S. Um, go check them out on Facebook, like their page. Um, we've, we've always done a bunch of different events with them. Um, we'll continue to do some cool stuff. Maybe possibly something with March Madness. Who knows? You know, we'll throw some ideas out there, see what they think. But um, we're we're definitely excited and very happy for uh, Showbine's Hot Sauce for sponsoring us. Um, so I guess uh, for what's going down uh, for tonight, we got some hockey games going on. Um, the Capitals are currently playing. Um, there's another game coming up where it's going to be the Kings and the Predators. Um, and then we got the uh, Celtics and Bucks, which is uh, what we're probably going to be focusing and watch, watching most of. So um, what uh, you when, when I mentioned the, the Celtics-Bucks, you said, oh, that, that should be a good game. What are you excited about for it? It just, um, you know, Boston has always been a top-tier team. And Milwaukee is surprising a lot of people this year with their play, you know, them being atop of the Eastern Conference right now. Um, looking at the standings right now, Boston is six and a half games back, and with March and April... Quit, what, they're in second? No, they're six and a half back. They're in fourth. They're tied they're with in the... They're fourth, wow. They're tied with the 76ers right now. Okay. Um, but just seeing Milwaukee playing as good as they are right now, you know, I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast that, you know, I'm... I might put my money on 
the Bucks making the finals. It just all depends on who they face. <laughs> That's true. It depends on the the road that they have to, you know, what's going to be the easiest path for them to, to get there. So, um, you know, if, if it, if it came down in the finals to, you know, um, the, the Bucks and the Raptors, I wouldn't be surprised for like Eastern conference finals. Mm, yeah. Like if that it, would be if a good it was one. them too, but again, it depends if they play each other before that, you know, with how the seating works and everything. So it just all depends. Um, Sometimes people get upset because the NBA playoffs ends up being the number one versus the number two in the you know conference finals usually, and so people just get upset and say, "Oh well, you know why do we have all these other you know seeds playing if it's just going to come down to the number one and number two seed playing each other?" You know, but right. um, I think the way that they they usually structure it is that it'll be the one versus eight at the top of the bracket, yes, and then the two versus seven at the bottom of the bracket. That way you don't kill the vibe. And then you got three versus six, four versus five, you know, do it just like that. That way if the three and the four meet in the middle in the next round, mm-hmm. actually that wouldn't work. <laughs> Didn't you just say three and four versus each other? Yeah, three that, and four or no? It'll be one and eight. One and, and eight, yeah. On the bottom would be two and seven. So uh, they would face whoever the fourth and fifth seed was. And then the number one seed, which we can just go ahead and say they usually make it in ninety nine percent of the time. They'll face either, they'll face either the third or the sixth seed. Yeah, so I mean, um, we'll we'll see how this year goes. I think you know the NBA kind of wants almost like a March Madness style in the sense of Cinderella story. You know, like an eight eight seed, you know, could. Uh, you know, beat a one seed or, you know, whatever might happen. But most of the time, those are sweeps. You, you know, usually they get swept, you know, so usually. there's a reason why they're in eighth, you know. <laughs> well, so. you, fi- you you figure with the March Madness, you know, and that's actually coming up here in a couple it of weeks. Is. You know, we got to keep an eye on that one, too. Um, you know, usually with the March Madness stuff and everything else, you know, that's the reason why they call them bracket busters. You got the 16th seed taking out the number one seed right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that in that person's region. Oh man, you want to talk about a lot of angry people? And there's like <laughs> that one person going, "Yes, <laughs> I'm still alive." And, and then the one person that chooses randomly because they don't know like what team is what. They're just like, "Oh, I like this mascot. Oh, I, I like these colors." Like you know, they're just they're just picking because of that. Um, that that happens that happens a lot too. So um, that's a good that's a good way to make somebody mad. Yes, very much so. Um, so before we move on to um, March Madness, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, before that, we'll talk a little bit more NBA. So um, with the Anthony Davis uh, situation, so the Pelicans uh, went ahead and fired their general manager for basically what do you, what do you put it like disasterly handling the Anthony Davis trade like <laughs> just just for fumbling the ball like so badly on that trade cuz nothing happened you know and the Lakers I mean the the Pelicans could have came out on top with this deal the Lakers were just like We'll give you all our young players. They were going to give them like five players. They were going to give them like Ingram and Ball and 
they were they were given all they were trying to give all of their young players and then like two or three draft picks and the pelicans were just like oh no you know we're gonna wait for a better offer and so now anthony davis uh in the previous game supposedly got a injury (laughs) and then left the the stadium with his um uh what do you call it not gosh i can't think of the word right now manager left with left with his uh his manager who um is the manager for lebron as well so basically now the pelicans are in a situation of do we just bench him for the rest of the season tank and then just try to get like a good pick and then maybe try to trade him to get uh zion in the draft because everyone knows now that Zion's going to be the number one pick. So, mm. you know. But, but Zion got injured, though. Is he going to be? Zion? Yeah. I I didn't see that he had gotten injured. Yeah. Um, yeah, because cause Zion had had a uh, shoe blowout on him 30 seconds into a game, if I read that correctly. Oh, man. And a lot of people are giving the NCAA crap about it. Why? I have no how, idea. how is that their fault that he got injured? <laughs> well, here's the thing. It was Nike's fault to begin with. So, because of the shoe? Because, They're blaming the shoe? Yeah, I'm looking at this news headline right here. It says, Nike working to identify the issue after Zion's shoe, after Zion's shoe malfunction. And just looking at it, it looks like the entire sole of the shoe, like the whole entire bottom of the shoe came off. Well, yeah, it just says Zion day-to-day with sprain. Oh, so, if it's I mean, just a sprain, he'll be fine. That's so. That's that's not anything too crazy. And plus, they could care less about you know the games that they have left. It, it's just going to be you know getting him healthy and ready for the tournament. I mean, that's all they care about. So, but either way. So, anyways. So back to Anthony Anthony Davis talking about benching him possibly now and then, um, you know, trading him in the off season. I I mean that's the only thing I hate about like the trade deadline is that now that it's passed like you know everyone's got to sit here and wonder about Anthony Davis when you know I feel like that he should still be tradable like I feel like if if, if the Pelicans were like yeah we messed up our general general manager screwed up we actually do want to trade him like why not still just go ahead and do it and make it happen and then make the playoffs more interesting instead of having one of the top five NBA players not even be in the playoffs. Right. I I agree with you on that. Um, they should still be able to, to trade them. But with the trading deadline being gone, you you got to remember, a lot of people's trade deadlines, like the, like the NFL's and, you know, the NFL has a strict deadline, which is week nine. Um, you have, in Major League Baseball, you have your trade deadline, but then you also have your waiver trades, which is you can basically only trade minor league players mm-hmm. throughout the like, almost throughout the entire year or up to a certain point. Um, the NBA they need to they should probably fix that. If it was a goof up, they should have the team file some paperwork and say, "Hey, we screwed this trade up. We're <laughs> going to try to trade them again." 
I mean, it, unless they are really wanting to still do something with the Celtics, but do you really think the Celtics would give up Tatum or one of their young stars to be able to get Anthony Davis? No, I don't see that happening at all. But then, the, but then the Lakers were like, "Sure, take all, of, take take all of them. We don't care. Take all of them." And so, you know, uh, Magic had to um, go and personally speak to the young players. And when they interviewed Magic, Magic basically said, "You know, you can't be treating these uh, these players like kids. They're not kids. They understand that this is part of the game. This is part of the business." Like. You can't take it personally when trade rumors are being, you know, talked about that you are talked about being traded to somebody else. Is that true? Should they should they be feeling, okay, this is this is part of the business. This is you know what I have to deal with, or does all these young Laker players like have like a point or like a, a reason to be like, okay, well, we don't really have to play as hard because our team doesn't back us like. You know, they they were trying to trade all of us away. So is it like they should treat it more professionally or they should treat it more, take it like personally? You've got to expect the unexpected in any sport. With being a pro? Oh, with any sport, With any sport, especially when you're being a pro. And that's just for the reason of if you don't fit the system, because teams are different, mm-hmm. you play all different kinds of uh, kinds of different uh, styles of basketball. You know, say take it a defensive defensive standpoint. You got maybe one team plays straight up man, one team will play straight up zone. Hell, sometimes they'll mix it up a little bit. But if you don't fit that system, and you're busting your ass. You make, you get traded to a team that maybe will benefit you. Don't take it. Just basically, all you gotta do is take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you're a young player and everything else, but hey, you might go to this other team and flourish. That's true, but there's you know, obviously if they're trading you away. They don't think you're you know good enough, and they. A lot of, you know, should LeBron be taking some flack on this as well? Because everyone says LeBron is the GM, really, and he's the one that wanted to make this trade. And he was the one that said, okay, like, do what you have to do. Get him here. You know, so, you know, as a teammate, you know, I don't know if I can really look at LeBron and just be like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're tight. We're close. I'm going to, you know, we're brothers in arms, like, I'm going to be there for you. You're going to be there for me when it's really no, like you wanted to ship me out. You wanted me out of here to get somebody better. Right. So I, I, I can't see how they are going to be gelling as a team and how they're going to be able to like stick together. Cause I mean, um, last I checked, I think they were in like 10th place and like, you know, they, they're going to maybe miss the playoffs and you know, that's going to break are LeBron's you, who, streak. Who are you talking about? The, uh, the Lakers, the Lakers, um, Shoot, I have Eight, nine, ten. Yep, they're in tenth. Yeah, they're they're in tenth right now. So it's just like, you know, if they miss the playoffs, LeBron's gonna get a lot of flack, like because he was supposed to be the guy that could take any team to the finals. You know, like he he could carry any team there, 
and he had that the streak of what eight finals in a row or something like that, nine something, finals in a row. Something like and that. And he's yeah. made the playoffs sixteen years in a row. And this could be the year that the he he doesn't make the playoffs. That's what happens when you're the veteran of the team. Yeah, you you have a little bit of push and you got a little bit of push and pull when you're the big man on the team. You Not know? as much as LeBron though. Yeah, I mean, you can't tell me that like you know Kawhi or the Greek Freak have some type of big pull that they could make sure that players get traded or that people get you know, sign there or whatever it may be, or coaches get coaches fired. Like LeBron has a special type of pull that no other player has. Like even, even the top players on other teams don't have the kind of pull that LeBron has. Yeah. Um, it's just LeBron has always been vocal. You know, he has, he has always been vocal with what he does. Didn't he, didn't it, wasn't it a few years ago before he signed with Miami you know, ESPN blew up this whole thing with the whole decision crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. See, that's it. He is very vocal. If he probably, I think maybe the way he sees it is that if this person, I don't like this guy, get rid of him. <laughs> well, I think he's more worried about winning. Like, he wants to win, obviously. I mean, every, every, you would think everybody wants to win, but. You know, it's it's one of those things where out of everyone, like he's the only one that everyone compares to Michael Jordan. And everyone says he has to get this amount of rings if he wants to be considered as good as Michael Jordan. And, you know, depending who you talk to, you got half, you know, half that's on one side that say he's better than Michael because he's broken some of Michael's records. And then there's the other half that's like, Michael won six, went to six titles and won six titles. Never lost a final. So, I mean, you got that aspect. So, I think it's harder for LeBron, and LeBron, I think, is over trying, I guess you could say, because he wants to be, he wants them to say that no, no shadow of a doubt he's the best. It's kind of like Tom Brady. Like, everyone, without a shadow of a doubt, he's the best player who's ever played because he's won six Super Bowls. I mean, so it's one of those things where there's no argument, there's no nothing because he has the titles. LeBron, there's always going to be argument because he doesn't have the same amount of titles as Michael Jordan. He'll live. Who, LeBron will live? <laughs> yes, he'll live. Boo, boo, boo. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, Michael I'm, Jordan, in my eyes... I don't care how good Kobe was. I don't care how good <laughs> LeBron was. Hell, I don't even care how good James Harden is this year. <laughs> Which, by the way, his streak's still going. But um, True. Um, but I don't care how good those players are. Michael Jordan will always be the best player to hit the court. Yes, I'm even putting him above Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean... I'm a Bulls fan, so I'm a little bit more biased. But, I mean, I, I definitely agree that he, like, transcended the game. So, I mean, he, he really was. And he he's, sucked he's, at he's baseball. The, he's the GOAT. So, I mean. <laughs> yes, and he sucked at baseball. He did. He was no Deion Sanders because at least Deion Sanders won a World Series. <laughs> 
This, this is true. So, um, let's see here. So, with uh, March Madness coming up, um, a lot of people are talking about the odds of, you know, obviously who's going to win it and who's going to take it. So, the a lot of... A lot of people I thought was pretty interesting. They were saying, would you rather take like almost they were saying like a like, let's make a deal type thing where it's like door number one. You have Duke because they have Zion and everyone's going all crazy about that. So you have Duke and then door number two. You have like the top three other teams. A lot of people are saying that's Virginia, Kentucky. And um, I think Michigan, I think they said. So you can have those three, door number two. Or door number three, everybody else that's going to be in the tournament. All the other teams. Well, I'm looking at, this, I'm looking at the, uh, the top 25 right now. Michigan ha- is not even in the top five hmm. right now. Right now it is Duke, Gonzaga, uh, Virginia, I think it, Kentucky, and Tennessee. It was Gonzaga. That's what it was. Yeah, it was Gonzaga. So, so yeah. So door number two would be Virginia, Kentucky, and Gonzaga, and then door number three is everybody. Else. Everybody else. So, like, if you had to, which one would you pick to be able to 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 take, like, for your odds of of winning your bracket? <laughs> door number three. All the others. All the others? Really? You would take the whole rest of the field over uh, even door number two? Like, you know, door number two, you could at least have, you know, you have uh, Gonzaga, Virginia, or Kentucky. If, if any of them win, you still win. I'm going with Houston. <laughs> you're going with Houston? Houston. You're, pick, you're picking Houston. 25-1 and one right now. Oh, my God. Gosh. They got the best. They got the best record in all of basketball right now. Oh my gosh! But of course, they do play in the AAC, and I don't really, yeah. I really don't think yeah. uh, anybody in the AAC is worth a worth <laughs> a snot. I mean, you still got Cincinnati, and you still got uh, Central Florida, and Temple, all these other teams that probably won't break the break the bracket. So, <laughs> um. Now I'm just going on a whim on that one, just just saying flat out Houston, but I'm pretty sure Duke, I'm pretty sure Duke can take them. So once you put once you put your bracket your bracket in, you're gonna have you're gonna have Houston for your bracket when, when we do ours. You're gonna have them take taking it all. Yeah, we'll see. Things can change. <laughs> I'm going with door number two. Like I like Duke, and I think I think Duke's gonna go really far too. Um, but you know. Virginia, like you can't go wrong with Virginia, and then um, no, Virginia's had a pretty good season this year. Yeah, exactly. And then Kentucky's always a contender, but Kentucky, I think they worry too much more about the ones and duns. Like they, they just want to show that they can play well and then go to the NBA. I mean, I don't know how much really they're hungering for a title or a championship, you know. So. And it's hard to keep any type of chemistry when it's one and dones every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Duke is starting to get a little bit more that way. Um, they weren't as much before, but um, but yeah. So my bet's going to be door number two. But 
Uh, so if I had to pick realistically, it'd be door number two. <laughs> if money was on the line, you you would take door number two. Yes, if money was on the line, I would probably go door number two. I don't see Duke making it past. I'm gonna just go ahead and throw this out here. I don't see Duke making it past the Elite Eight. Gosh, I mean, wasn't it last year that Virginia was ranked number one and they got beat in the first round? I think it was. And I was just like, man, I had them going to like at least the Elite Eight or the Final Four. I can't remember. And I was just so bummed. I was like, man, that tears my bracket completely to shreds. Like, I, I was so I was so mad. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, we got the the Boston and uh, Milwaukee game starting. I forgot that the Bucks got uh, Mircheck, Mircheck. Uh So that's I mean they're definitely trying to to close the deal and, and make it so they can go all the way. Like, and can you believe like the Bucks? Like they used to be just like the laughing stock of the NBA. Like they would never show the Bucks on national television. Like they would never show the Bucks on TNT. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but they're they're getting really the Milwaukee the right is way. playing great. And I just have to say, after watching the last possession for Milwaukee, I want to look at the Greek freak and tell him, "Hey, you know you're supposed to hang on to the ball." <laughs> he was trying to get fancy there. I think when he caught it, he was like thinking, "Yep, dunk, dunk city. I'm gonna dunk it." And uh, it was like a receiver when he. Looks where you know he looks. He he's looking into the end zone before he actually catches the ball. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so so we'll see. I mean, the Bucks did it the right way though, with drafting and getting all the the players that they needed to get. So, I mean, they you know bided their time. Like they they really did. They I mean, fans had to wait it out, but you know it's it's worth it at least. For this year, we'll see. We'll see how far it goes. So, Hell yeah. Um, but right now, Boston is up six to two, and the, that's a foul. The Greek freak just got <laughs> destroyed on his way in. Oh nope, no foul. <laughs> no foul on that one. I guess they were saying he just tripped. You see the side. You see how long his damn legs are. I mean, gosh. I mean, you could rip them. You could. You could literally. His legs are. Oh, he missed the dunk. Oh, the alley oop. He missed the alley oop. Oh. oh, that would have been so good. Sorry, Blake Griffin would have nailed that. <laughs> Air ball. That's. Fun. Oh no, foul. <laughs> Who got him, Lopez? He doesn't got. He doesn't have his crazy hair. Lopez. I just want to. I just. Is that the same Lopez that hates mascots? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but all right, so we'll, uh, uh, we'll move on with a little bit of, uh, NFL news that's been happening here lately. Um, so we'll start off with the, uh, the top, uh, top story, which was, uh, Colin Kaepernick and, um, Eric Reed, Eric Reed, thank you, getting their, uh, lawsuits basically settled with the NFL and the colluding against them so they're not allowed to disclose or say how much money was given to either player uh what was set the settlement amount basically was not you know there's word going around right now that kaepernick got anywhere between 60 to 80 mil out of that whole thing 
So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, does he take his money and he goes, you know? Or a lot of people are saying, well, if you proved that there was colluding, then the NFL, some team has to sign you. Because that has to be part of the agreement that, okay, I was good enough to play, but not, you all wouldn't allow anybody to sign me. So does that mean he will be signed, you know, this upcoming year because of the, the lawsuit? Like, someone will have to do it. Here's the thing with that. There was no collusion. Well. Okay. There there might have been with Eric Reed. I don't know. <laughs> but Eric Reed's a dirty player anyway. He's like Vontez Perfect. You put them two together, <laughs> they're going to wind up killing both. Of, they're going to kill end up killing each other. But, or a player. Or, or another a, player. Or another player. <laughs> but there was no colluding against Colin Kaepernick. I think there he can was... only use his legs. He sucks as a quarterback. I think there was some colluding. There... Not like all. Not Some of the owners did not want to deal with that media. They didn't want to deal with him taking a knee. Like they didn't, you know, he wasn't going to make any promises. Like if he came in for an interview and they said, hey, we'll sign you, but you can't take a knee. Do you think he'd really be like, oh yeah, okay. Because then, then he would look like, you know, the dummy because he was, you know, originally doing this cause and then now, you know, stopping. Um, you know what? If you, if you want my real answer on that? You want my real answer on that? For what? On him signing with another team and not being able to take a knee and stuff like that? I'll tell you after the break. <laughs> nice little teaser. Little teaser that we'll get right into. All right, we're back from the break of the segment, but, I mean, you all can't really tell that there's a break because it kind of goes, like, right into it. But there was a break. <laughs> so, um, uh, David was trying to <laughs> tease there a little bit with uh, his reasoning behind um, Colin Kaepernick uh, not signing with the NFL. So, uh, of, of course, as he has, like, a mouthful of, like, gummies. So, um, Gotta love the gummy word. <laughs> So what was what was your your thing for that then? All he knows how to do is use his legs. This is true. Okay, he's don't get me wrong. He's a hell of a mobile quarterback. Okay, I mean he's ran for a hundred yards. I don't know how many times in his career. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Yeah. But no arm. Here's the thing. The days of the mobile quarterback are starting to disappear. Okay, everybody's trying to go pocket passer now. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want their quarterbacks getting hit. Now, granted not, Kyle Kaepernick, he's a big guy. You well, know? usually the reason behind it, though, not only not getting hit, but as well, like, a lot of mobile quarterbacks, that's all they are is mobile quarterbacks. It's hard to find both equally balanced. It's right. hard to find both where the person can, almost like a Russell Wilson, where it's like if he has to move, he can move. But or if a, he has uh, to make a pass, he's going to make a pass. Or a Cam Newton. Cam, uh, Cam is uh, back and forth. I, I was going to say, I think Cam has always been a, a, a runner, and I think that's what's helped him and, and also he, his and downfall. Yet, <laughs> and yet he wants to boohoo about getting killed on every play. Well, yeah, he always wants play, to play get the, the game. he wants to get the rep in the passer when he's like in the pocket. But then, like you know, 
it takes, you know, a giant, you know, defender to be able to take him, bring him down because he's such a big, you know, quarterback. He's like a linebacker as a quarterback. Like he's built like a linebacker, but he's a quarterback. So he can't complain about, oh, I'm, you know, getting killed in the pocket. Well, you're getting killed because that's the only way to bring you down. <laughs> that's the only way to freaking tackle you. So, or Jamarcus Russell, you remember him from the yes, Raiders? Yes, the Raiders. Yeah, I think he's. I think he. He was I, a big boy. <laughs> I, think, I think he was pushing like uh, when he left the NFL. I think he was pushing close to three hundred. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was that was a. He was turning into Jared Lorenzen. He used to be <laughs> a uh, third string quarterback for the Giants. Oh, there you they go. would literally bring him in on fourth and one. Just plow forward. Just a plow forward. <laughs> and guess what? He got like two or three yards out of, out of the run. I mean, hey, there you go. I mean, you're doing your job, I guess. But um, the thing with Colin Kaepernick, and as we were talking about during our little mini break, is that he has recently been offered a, um, a job in the new AAF. Uh, well, AAFL, I guess you would say. And so... He said that he wanted twenty million to be able to play for them. Now, boys, sit down. Yeah, you have to be out of your freaking mind to ask for twenty million to play in a league that is trying to get its like startup. Like, there's just no no way. Like, how much is it that each player is getting paid? They're only getting paid like, what is it a year? Like. 75,000 a year or something like that? No. Maybe it was 750,000. It might. I think it might actually be 750,000, which that's kind of yeah. overshooting the bounds just there a little bit cuz 750,000 is like the uh, That's for every player though. That's that's not even just like the NFL where it's by position. Like every single player no matter what you play is getting paid that much. So I mean how do you think other players would feel if he if they would have said yes? Colin Kaepernick will pay you twenty million. Every player is just gonna be like, "What the heck?" Like, I want to get paid that much then, or I think I should get paid that much. Like, everyone's gonna want to get paid the same amount of money he's getting paid then, if that's the case. And who knows, you know, if he would have even played well or not. He's he hasn't played football in what. Three years? Three, four years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he hasn't played at all. But he wants 20 mil in a startup league. No. Yeah. I would say if the AAF lasts a few years, which a lot of these football leagues don't. Yeah. Okay, they last maybe one or two years, and then they have to fold because, they, for one, they can't fill the seats. Yeah. And two, you know... They can't pay their players. Which... They can't pay their players, which will cause a lot of a lot of disdain in the locker rooms and stuff like that. So you know you have to you got to think of it this way: an AAF team is looking to make players better. Try to get them to the NFL. Like, try show, at least try to get them into the NFL. Yeah, because. You know, the league's going to last until about April, I think. Something like that. But, you know, they're going to try to show what some of these people who used to play in the NFL can do. And 
the the thing too though with the the Kaepernick thing and the money thing and we were talking about it too is the AAFL had recently announced that they were not going to be able to pay their players this past week. They they didn't have the money. <laughs> there was no money. And so they couldn't they couldn't pay their players and luckily they got bailed out by some billionaire who wants to come in and uh, start his own team in the AAFL as well. And he contributed enough money. I think you said it was two hundred and fifty million. Yes, I think it was two hundred fifty million to, to be able to uh, pay their players because <laughs> they weren't going to be able to pay their players. And so, I mean, Colin Kaepernick must be out of his mind to ask for twenty million when they can't even pay their players now with what they're paying them. So, you know, how many how many players would have played for no money? Or would have played to on promises, you know, like oh, we promise, you know, once the money comes in, we'll pay you. Once the money starts coming in, we'll pay you. Like, how many players are actually going to do that? Or are they just going to be like, uh, no, thank you, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't know really how much it means to them to play in this league, you know, especially for no money. I mean, <laughs> let alone the little amount that they're getting paid, you know, right now. So, um, I, the Kaepernick thing, like you said, he hasn't played for three or four years, but here we are still talking about it. It's still the head headline of, you know, the NFL news. And I've heard rumors that the Panthers might sign Kaepernick just because they already have Reed. And so they might do that just to, just to shut him up. Yeah, just to have people to, you know, stop complaining about it. And obviously, Panthers, if they sign him, then, you know, he's a backup, obviously. Because Cam, Cam's the guy. So, And Kaepernick kept on acting like he wanted to be the guy. He wanted to be the starter. And he wanted to get starter pay. Like, he wanted to get paid as a starter. So, I I don't know. I, I can't see him getting signed by anyone with all of his crazy demands that he wants. I think in a way he's almost doing this because he knows he can't play, or he knows he's been out for too long. Like he's been out for too, <laughs> he's been out for too long. I don't think he's played a lick of football. Flag football don't count if he was <laughs> in that league, but he hasn't played professional football in God knows how long since the 49ers cut him. And you still think that you're that good? I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a better chance of selling peanuts at CenturyLink Field than you do being the best quarterback that ever played. Yeah, one of the top tier quarterbacks. Or one of the top tier quarterbacks. You are not a top tier quarterback. Yeah. Look, Tim Tebow thought he was a top tier quarterback. And look what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, he, he is now a minor leaguer for the New York Mets, which I heard. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Going off tangent here. Oh, it's no, no problem. Um, so yeah, so um, let's see other uh, NFL news that's kind of been going around. That's been hot topic. Obviously, Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. and we were going to talk about it the one time on the podcast, and then we totally skipped over it. I think it was because Super Bowl was going on, and Mm -hmm. so we were talking about that. But Antonio Brown met with the owner of the Steelers, and before that he had 
sent out a tweet saying he won it out. It's over. It's done. It's finished. And everyone was like, oh, just get together. Talk about it. You guys will resolve it. You know, everything will go back to normal. And so they met. Antonio Brown and the owner met. And then after that meeting, Antonio Brown sent out another tweet again saying we both mutually agreed to part ways. So he will be on another team this upcoming season. He will be on another team, but they won't cut him. Well, yeah, no, no, no. They're going to trade him. Obviously. Yeah, they're going to trade him because if they cut him now. They cut him now. The Steelers will be in so much. They'll have so much dead money on their hands. Even if they designate him as a post June first cut, yeah, where no. his where his dead money spread over in the next two years, yeah, they're still going to be in so much debt. True. I mean, no, they are they are definitely going to trade him. Um, a lot of people are saying, like you know. Him coming up on thirty one, he's had his prime. He's been he was in his prime, and so he's on a little bit of the older end. And so some people are saying they might only get like a fourth rounder from him. And I'm just like a fourth rounder, really, for Antonio Brown? Like as good of a wide receiver as he is, I would maybe second round. I would say definitely at least a second round. At least a second rounder. He's definitely <laughs> I mean, not, he's, he, he's not worth a first because he's going to change a team like depending on which team he goes to. Now some people are a lot of fans are saying, you know, send him to Buffalo or send him to the Jets, you know, that'll teach him like, you know, throw him with a quarterback, you know, that doesn't have much experience like Big Ben did and that'll show him, you know, and you know, do the Steelers really want to look out for themselves or do they want to look out for Antonio Brown, you know, and help him out and send him to a decent team? That's the thing. Sending him out to a decent team. Who needs a wide receiver? I mean, a lot of teams do. A lot of teams <laughs> do, Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on which team is willing to take the money because he wants to still get paid. Mm-hmm. And Well, the thing the thing with that is is that um, the team that gets him will only have to worry about his, his, uh, his uh, base salary. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's... Uh, All right, so we were talking about um, oh, which team he would go to and uh, how that would work out. So I mean, the the teams that have the money and wanting to get he just you know wanting to get that top tier pay for uh, yeah, his and, max deal. You know, he wants a max deal. Yeah, and like I was like I was mentioning, the team that picks him up will only have to worry about his base salary because his entire signing bonus gets eaten by the Steelers. They have to take it. They have to pay him that. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, and um, so, I mean, landing spots where he could actually make, like, a big difference. Some people are saying maybe, well, I mean, all teams are open, I guess. I don't know. Because, you know, I've, I've seen people say, well, the Broncos, because uh, Sanders might not be there. So he could go to the Broncos and he'd have Joe Flacco. Or he could go to um, the Jaguars, 
or I've seen the the Bears. I've seen I've seen if he goes to the Bears, that could make them a contender. You know, you know, one big player, one big name away from you know making it farther than just the first round of the playoffs. Right. You know, I mean, the- Khalil, Khalil Mack can only do so much. <laughs> yeah, put him at wide receiver as well. No. <laughs> That's a great idea. Khalil Mack just, will, will kill people. It'll be like the fridge, you know, just, just get him in there and just let him run people over. That's exactly. They can probably <laughs> hand him off the ball, and all of a sudden he's like, boom, 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 and the flags are flying everywhere for unnecessary <laughs> roughness against a defender. See, there you go, just lowering his head down. Um, so, I mean, uh, I, 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 it's it's weird. It's mixed feelings because, you know, at first I was like, man, whoever gets him is – that team is going to be so lucky. They're going to do so well and everything. But then I get people saying, well, he's 31. You know, he's getting up there in age. And, you know, his off-the-field issues, you know, with, you know, if he goes to a team, can he keep it together? You know, doing the Facebook Live video in the locker room like he did with the Steelers, getting in an argument with, you know, Big Ben, and that's what caused this whole thing, you know. Um and Antonio Brown saying that Big Ben acts more like a general manager than a teammate, you know, the way that he, like, criticizes players. Um, which, I mean, I'll agree with Antonio Brown on that. I mean, Big Big Ben does not point the finger at anybody. He doesn't – he points the finger at everybody but himself is what I meant to say. So he's always blaming everybody else. Big Ben, It's never Big Ben's fault, you know. When I throw an interception, it's the wide receiver's fault for not running this route or not doing this. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Lies, Ben, you're 65 years old. <laughs> you're getting too old. You're going to make more mistakes the older you get. I'm well, sorry, you're not Tom Brady and be able to play. Well, it's just like and the, be able to play until you're 135 years old. <laughs> well, it's like the three Bs were the reason why they were always doing so well, and now it's all falling apart. There's no Antonio Brown. There's no Le'Veon Bell. Big Ben, like you said, is getting older, and he's not not a good teammate. The way he criticizes all the time, and so you know, and you got to eventually replace him as well. So soon, this Steelers team is going to be all completely new. At least the offense is going to be all all new and all different. So, um, landing spot for Le'Veon Bell now. So, a lot of some people are saying the Colts would be a good spot. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, if Le'Veon Bell went to the Colts, watch out for the Colts next year. Like, they, they are going to do some freaking damage if they get him. Anybody like, that picks up Le'Veon Bell is going to have a great year. Not the Jets. I can bet you anything if the Jets picked up Le'Veon Bell, they would still do just as crappy. Like, I'm telling you, they, they would not have a great year if, no. if he was on the Jets. Mm-mm. They don't have a team. <laughs> you just said any team he lands on, they, they would have a great team. You okay. just said that, okay. and then now you're saying the Jets don't okay. have a good team. I'm allowed to be sarcastic. <laughs> Okay, sarcasm. I'm doing finger quotes right now for the sarcasm. audience. Sarcasm as I do my fingers and finger quotes. That's that's his excuse for me proving him wrong on, on his statement. Exactly. Got him. Yeah. Got him. I would say I would say maybe quite possibly 
have him go to an AFC North team that's not the Steelers. Because God, because God only knows. Some people were think saying about, the Ravens at first. Yeah, think about him going to the Ravens, paired up with Lamar Jackson, who can also run. <laughs> and well, it would take the pressure off of Lamar having to run. Uh huh. But then again, it just depends how good Lamar is going to get his throwing down. Um, which uh, brings up a, a good point of what I had posted. Let me take a look here. I had posted a poll on our Facebook page, which you guys should definitely go check out. Um, and then while I'm pulling this up too, um, the Sports Harder podcast page on Facebook, definitely go give it a like, and we'll definitely post when things are happening, when new episodes, you know, all that jazz. You must like it. <laughs> Do it now. Um, so before I get into that, uh, as always, shout out to uh, Jay as well for his podcast, uh, Free Hugs and High Fives. Uh, he's always sent us loads of love and has always been a, a great sponsor for us. So go on, uh, you know, Anchor and Spotify and, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts and look up his podcast, uh, Free Hugs and High Fives. Uh, go go check that out. Great you, listen. You, you know, when you shared that, uh, when you shared that on Facebook. Mm-hmm, yeah. I actually listened to that episode. Oh, there you go. And I liked it. See, hey, there you go. Exactly. So there you go. Certified fresh by uh, David uh, Short, but not long. (laughs) So I had posted um, on our uh, podcast page a poll of would you rather have uh, Lamar or Joe Flacco? Like, you know, would you rather keep Joe Flacco or Lamar as the future? And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get very many votes. But it was straight down the middle, fifty-fifty for for the for the poll. So it could go either way. But the Ravens were the Ravens were correct in in moving Joe Flacco. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess in a way you can't go back from that now, and you might as well get what you can get from it. I don't know what the Broncos officially are getting, you know, trade wise for them, but. No, we won't know. Up? We won't know until uh, the start of the new year. But what what's up with the Broncos? And like, let's just get all these quarterbacks that had flashes of greatness, and then just pray that Case do Keenum well. did not have a flash of greatness. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he only led the Vikings to the freaking you know conference championship. Yeah, no big deal. Like you know, wait, was that Case Keenum? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the Vikings. And that was Case Keenum, and they uh, lost to the Eagles because the Eagles, they were playing in Philly and all of that jazz. So, mm. yeah, they went to the conference championship. They were one game away from playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium. And what did Case Keenum get for leading them to the conference championship? A swift boot out the door to the Broncos. And then he went to the Broncos, who the only thing he had going on for him there was freaking Philip Lindsay. So, you know. Hey, Philip Lindsay's going to be a great running back. That's what I'm saying. It's the only thing he had going for him. Case Keenum didn't have any, anything else. And so now you bring in Joe Flacco again. Like, why can't Case Keenum get, like, any credit? Like, why is he always getting booted from team to team when, 
Like, even when he's doing well, like, and the Broncos, you know, had paid him, you know, a, a good amount of money. They paid him a max deal. And so, you know, is he going to be a backup now for the Broncos? Are the Broncos going to trade him too? Like, you know, maybe. I say they hold on to Case Keenum. With all that money, though? Like, hey, he'd be just like Nick Foles. The highest paid backup. <laughs> That's true. Uh, again, I think it's almost like the Eagles need to. A lot of people are saying they're holding him for a trade, though. So they're only franchise tagging him until they can trade him. And a lot of people are saying the Jaguars are like a big landing spot for him. And so, you know, it just. I. All these, like, one-shot, one-flashy quarterbacks, like, I don't understand what the appeal is in trying to, like, pick them up and think that it's going to change your team somehow. Like, you know, when has that actually ever worked except for when Case Keenum went to the Vikings? Like, that's the only time that ever worked. And he wasn't even the starter. He had to go in because freaking Glassford went down. So, I like how you you say Glassford (laughs) because he's always injured. I don't even know where Sam Bradford is anymore. I, I, I don't either. I have no idea where that kid is. You know what? Is. I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> see who he's playing for. See who he's backing up for. Cardinals. That's where it is. Because he was starting for the Cardinals. Yeah, he's a free agent because they cut him. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was starting for the Cardinals. And then um, Rosen went in for him uh, when he started playing badly. Which, I mean, he... The only time Sam Bradford played well was with the Vikings again, and that was only just because of that great defense. So, um, so yeah, it'll be an interesting offseason to see where some more people go and get traded and move around. Obviously, with the draft coming up, you know, with the newbies coming in, that'll determine a lot, too. So, um I'm trying to. I'm trying to think if there was any other big news with uh, with the NFL. I don't think there was. I think that was kind of the the top stories going around, other than getting ready for the um, for the draft, <laughs> the NFL draft. So yeah, the draft's coming up, but also, but before that draft is free is free agency as soon as that day in March hits. I can't remember what day it actually is, but as soon as that day hits. Boom, that's when the trade will happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we'll see, excuse me, we'll see a flurry, and I do mean a flurry of rumors and possibly some other big, uh, some other big uh, trade offs. Been hearing some rumors that uh, Sue could be headed to uh, the AFC. I mean, your, from your poor Rams. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to keep all of our defensive people that we got. Um, You know, we only had Sue for a year, and then um, we had uh, um, Joyner on a franchise tag. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot going on when it comes to our defense, unfortunately. Um, Our offense is still doing pretty good. We've got everyone signed, and we got everyone going. You know, Cooper Cup will be coming back, which will be a big help. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll see with this upcoming season. Uh, obviously, very disappointing with the Super Bowl, but it is what it is, and you can only hope 
in the next 17 years again, maybe we'll make it again and have another shot. You seriously think it's going to be 17 (laughs) years before the Rams go back? I mean, it's hard for a team to go back after they lost. Jared Goff. Yes, that's true. And having to pay him is going to be a problem, too, going forward, just like paying Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott's going to be a problem as well for you guys. So, I mean, it's hard to keep good teams when you have to pay, you know, all these other people. So, and it's hard to bring people in, too, like, you know, from free agency because those people want to get paid and you can't pay them. That's why the Patriots have done so well because Tom Brady, as much as I freaking hate him, he has always taken pay cuts to bring people in to do better. And I've heard that the Patriots are a dark horse for maybe trying to get Antonio Brown as well. You know, to help out Tom Brady do like a Randy Moss situation, you know, when they had Randy. So, you know, it's it's a possibility. It's, it's something that could happen. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, so uh, uh, to wrap things up, we'll talk a little bit about the AAFL, what's, what's uh, been going down with the, the games here lately with them, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll close up shop for the night. So uh, what's some things that kind of stood out for you for the, the AAFL so far? You can hit the quarterback and not get flagged. <laughs> Is that is that just like a major rule or just like <laughs> I, no? It's not a major rule or anything like that. Um, no, just watching a highlight from the week one game between uh, San Antonio and I think it was San Diego. Um, just seeing that linebacker from San Antonio come around the corner and just pancake the quarterback, <laughs> and I mean pancake him. <laughs> His helmet came off and everything. Was there a flag? No, there was not. Was the ref looking? Yes, he was. <laughs> He's looking right at it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But the one thing that does kind of stand out for me besides making the part of my language, but making the quarterback your bitch <laughs> is no more kickoffs. There are no kickoffs in this league. Yeah. You automatically yeah. get the ball on the 25-yard line. It's either 20 or 25. It's whichever one. So kickers really, you know, only for field goals. Only for field goals, yeah. And no extra points. You have to go for two. My, uh, that's what makes it exciting. True. My Salt Lake Stallions are zero and two because our freaking kicker missed four field goals in the game, and I was just like, "Man, you're not gonna have a job next week. Like, they're gonna bring somebody else in. Like, because like you said, like they don't need them for kickoffs. So you're only." point of existing and being on that team is to make field goals and he missed freaking four of them i was just like oh my gosh we could have won the game too that's the bad part like our defense had uh, kept us in it but with missing all those field goals we're oh and two now unfortunately um mm. still still your team is one and one yes san diego san, i almost said san diego <laughs> yeah. no san antonio is one and one they did lose to orlando orlando's got a hell of a team spurrier's doing something to that team it's steve spurrier is the one coaching orlando mm-hmm. He's yeah and good and who is it for the uh birmingham uh iron they the big thing is uh their their running back is um, Trent Richardson, 
And so, I mean, he like you know he's been doing good. Like he's he's been he did he did good week one. He is averaging less than three yards to carry. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Lies. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. I don't, I don't know how to look it up. Every time I try to find something on on this uh, this league, I can't find any like information about it. Just because. Um, Give me a minute. Every like you know, ESPN doesn't have like a have like a thing for it. No, they none of them. None of them do. Not even my app to score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so. Let's see here. So, stats. Trent Richardson, 99 rushing yards. He does lead with three touchdowns. He does have three touchdowns. But here's the thing. 42 carries, 99 yards, averaging 2.4. Zach Stacy is doing better than he is. <laughs> Who's Zach Stacy play for? Zach Stacy plays for. It looks like the Memphis Express. Oh man, wish he played for my team. Like Zach Stacy used to be a, a Ram. Mm-hmm. He, used be, he used to be a St. Louis Ram. Yep, and he's doing pretty good. Thirty-one carries, uh, one hundred fifty-nine yards. He's going five point one carry. Man, hey, there you go. Like I that. See, like stuff like that. Like I like to root root for some of these players that you know didn't have a shot now most of the qbs i have no idea who they are like the only one i really knew was for the birmingham because it was the guy that used to play for hackenberg christian hackenberg christian hackenberg Mm -hmm. so I, i know him and then uh well there was one other one that i knew too he used to be an alabama quarterback i'm pretty sure um you know, because Alabama isn't really known for having great quarterbacks go into the NFL. So, mm-hmm. um, right? I mean, I'm right in that statement, aren't I? You like, pretty much are. Um, they they have like they win all these national championships, but it's always, you know, not because of their quarterback. You know, it's because of their good defense, and usually they have a running back that wins the Heisman. You know, so, yeah. But looking at all the ex the ex NFLers that are in here. Um, and if I miss one, I'm sorry. Uh, you have Austin Appleby, who was on, I think he was on Dallas's practice squad. I was going to say, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he, I, I, I know of his name. Uh, Matt Sims, former, uh, I think Sims played for Texas. And Sims bounced around between, I think he was, Tampa Bay was where he was more well known. And then, of course, Christian. He was running back, right? No, Matt Sims quarterback. Oh, Phil Sims boy. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Just shows uh, the apple did fall far from the tree on that one. <laughs> oh, oh man, got him, got him. Matt Sims is nothing like his daddy. Okay, I know that's, that's what daddy, I'm saying. That was me. His daddy that was, was mean a, of you to say. His dad was a great quarterback. Won two Super Bowls. I Hall think. of Famer quarterback. Yep. That's what I'm saying. That's. Hall of Fame you. quarterback and lost his job bad. to a cowboy. Bad, bad David. Bad. <laughs> bad. No. No. I know, <laughs> I, I know he was. I know he was ticked off because when Tony Romo took over for him, that was that was pretty much it. Ticked off about what you just what you just said. Is that what you meant to say? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Savage. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So yeah, it looks like there'll be some uh, some games this weekend then for the AAFL. Um, if anyone's wanting to go and check that out, looks like there's game on Saturday at three. The Arizona Hotshots and Salt Lake Stallions, and then at eight Memphis Express and Orlando Apollos, and that's actually going to be on the NFL Network. And then Sunday one at four on CBS which I'm surprised, uh, the Brigham Iron and the Atlanta Legends. And then uh, 8 o'clock on Sunday, the San Antonio Commanders against the San Diego Fleet on NFL Network. So, another game for them. Um, and just throwing this out here, too, if you download the AAF app, which, which I, is available I, on iTunes and uh, Google Play, yeah, um, you can you won't miss a game because they will they do streams they do the live streams of the games in oh. case you're not able to see it because it's such a it's unknown, such, it's such yeah. a uh, unknown thing yeah i mean they have a lot of big you know commentators and analysts that do it i'm surprised and most of them are from like nfl network and like fox and stuff like that and i'm like how do they have the rights to be able to commentate on both you know <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't know how that's possible. Usually it's like, you know, NFL is like, no, you can't have any of our analysts. You can't have any of our announcers. Like, get your own. Like, so I'm very surprised that they're doing both. Well, you, like I said, like I said, you got the CBS Sports Network who's running uh, part of the games. And, of course, NFL Network because they must have a deal with the AAF or something like that. I guess. To, yeah. For broadcasting rights. I think if I read correctly, there was uh, one on there. It was called uh, um, it was B slash R. Why do I have a funny Bleacher feeling Report. the Bleacher Report is showing these games? Yeah, Bleacher Report. Yeah. Are they running out of money? <laughs> do we need to contact that billionaire and have them dig them out of the hole too? <laughs> there you go, dig another company out of the hole. <laughs> of course, I don't mind the Bleacher Report. They're they're I read some of their stuff. They're See, part they're go. partnered with uh, CNN, so anything sports wise from them goes. Well, real quick, it looks like Boston and uh, Milwaukee's at the half. It's Boston 47, Milwaukee 53. Boston was actually up. Uh, Boston was up most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> they really, they were, they, the Bucks weren't playing that well, and neither was the Celtics, to be honest. It was kind of sloppy. Like, you know, the Greek freak went in to do a freaking layup or uh, a jam or something, and he tried to, he tried to, go in between two defenders to do so when he could have just kicked it out for a guy that had a wide open three but he decided hey I'm just going to try to freaking do this instead <laughs> but um, but yeah um, so it looks like that's, that's what's uh, some of the big news has been going on with the AAFL so we're Gonna wrap up with the two two minute drill here and uh, try to get this uh, done before our time runs out. Um, so this weekend got the AAFL games going on. Anything else exciting going on? Anything anything planned for the weekend? Hmm. Let's see here. Besides working Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, I'm thinking about working some more. <laughs> 
You will not catch me dead working on a Sunday. <laughs> but now, nah, pretty much, uh, I'm gonna be just trying to prepare for another for another week. I already had my day off, which was yesterday. I'm pretty sure you enjoyed two days off. So I, I did indeed. <laughs> that, that's the good part about the snow that came in. I got some days off, so it, it was nice just chilling at home. Yeah, I missed I missed uh, yesterday because I didn't want to go. I wasn't going to try to break my neck trying to go into work. And then uh, then there was, uh, oh, the witch will call it. Today I was <laughs> 30 minutes late because I thought there was a two-hour delay. Uh, well, there you go. But I'm pretty much, if my buddy Jake doesn't get on to play Battlefield, I'm probably just going to go through around the Madden because I cannot wait for March 26th to come out. I've got my supreme copy of uh, MLB The Show 19. I've oh, already saw some go. gameplay on that. Bryce Harper's on there, and guess what? He doesn't have a team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Um yeah, Manny Machado landing his spot with the uh, San Diego Padres for 10 years, $300 million. So he is uh, second highest paid player next to uh, Stanton when he got his deal with uh, the Marlins before he got traded. So, um, yeah, I mean, Machado, I hate to see him go. I loved when he was an Oriole. Um the Padres, I mean, we'll see if he can turn that team around. I hope Machado um, dies in a fire. No. No. He's a negative. <laughs> negative Ghost Rider. I, I still like him. I, you know. Well, his deal, um, he can opt out of it in 2023. Oh, boy. Let's try to get him then. No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, usually when you leave a team, it's hard to get players to come back <laughs> once, once they – once they've determined that or have already been traded. So um, I was hoping he'd get his World Series ring with the Dodgers, but, you know, now... Boston Boston said otherwise. Boston true. said no. True, but now it's kind of gotten to a point of, um, you know, he's kind of... Him and Harper are more so playing for money than they are trying to, to win anything because, I mean... Exactly. I mean, I'm not going to put it past Manny Machado. Hell of a defender. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he's, he's playing his natural position again, which was shortstop to begin with. Mm-hmm. The only reason they moved him to third was because of scope. Well, not because of scope, because of JJ Hardy. That too. <clears throat> but he <laughs> moved back to shortstop because they didn't resign JJ. And I think JJ still floating free in somewhere, but um, <clears throat> they moved him back to shortstop. Put what's his nuts in at third base? I can't remember who they put in at third base. I think it was. It wasn't Mancini because Mancini's an outfielder. What <laughs> the hell if I can remember? But we lost everybody. Well, what we have is Jones. Adam Jones is no. still there. No, he is not. Adam Jones is a free agent. Which means he can still be an Oriole. <laughs> he will be an he will forever be an Oriole in my heart. This this is true. So I mean, we'll see. It's uh, gonna be heartbreaking. Five or six years for the for Orioles fans, just a lot of rebuilding, a lot of getting the young people up, and we'll we'll see, we'll see. Um, well, all right, uh, we'll uh, hopefully uh, have another episode next Thursday. Wait, and, did we uh, just do our two minute drill? 
Yeah, we did. Holy crap. <laughs> We're also talking about uh, Machado. <laughs> so hopefully we'll uh, see you guys um, uh, next week for the next episode. Uh, please keep on giving us a listen. Go to Anchor, uh, Spotify, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Let your friends know. More listens, the better for us. We would really appreciate it. Uh, we love all the support and listens we've gotten so far. Um, appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.